you probably have over the course of your lifetime received a Christmas card or purchased a piece of fake wood from Hobby Lobby with this phrase on it. Wise men still seek him. How many of you, a round of applause, have heard that at some point, right? Wise men still seek him. It's a phrase that's popular this time of the year, and I love it. And, and, and it's a phrase that we have chosen to, to, to capture and, and, and use on our journey over the next few weeks in this series entitled Seek. Wise men still Seek him. We believe that just as the wise men 2,000 years ago set out on a journey to find this one that the Old Testament prophets wrote of, this one who would be a deliverer, a rescuer, the one who would come and be light in the darkness, we believe that he is what is needed in our culture today. And we believe, we're crazy, we believe you would be wise to seek him. And so we're going to talk about Jesus and we're going to talk about the promises that come our way. There are so many blessings that come when you seek him. Now, listen, you don't have to wait for December in order to seek Jesus. You know that, right? Uh, you, you, you can see, seek him in the, in the heat of, of the summer heat. Amen. You, you can seek him spring break. Hey, you, you can go hard and seek Jesus on your, on your birthday, your birthday, not just his. We believe that there are great things that come our way when we pursue, when we go hard, when we seek Jesus. So we're going to talk about that over the next few weeks. And, and we're going to discover in, in, in God's word, the Bible, anybody, everybody's okay with, with the Bible. Amen. Listen, I, I screw things up all the time. So I'm just going to stick to scripture. Let, let the Bible speak for itself. But we believe that there's so many rewards. There's so many great things that await those who seek God. Amen. If you look that word seek up in the dictionary, here's what you're going to find. It means to go in search or quest of. It means to, to, to look for, to search for by going from place to place. How many of you used to play the game hide and, and seek? Hide and seek, right? And uh, you know that that brings this idea of, of there's something that's out there and we must go on a journey to try to find it. Elf on a shelf. Some of y'all doing that right now. Crazy. He's in the freezer. He's in the laundry chutes. He's in all over the place. Dog food bowls. I mean, he's everywhere. He's crazy, right? But, but there's, a, there's something exciting about going on a journey when you're looking for something, right? I believe, man, there's so much awaiting us as well. When we seek the one that, that the angels sang of, when we seek this one that, that we still carve out time during a calendar year to celebrate and sing about it. Come on, do, do you light up your house with Christmas lights and trees and other things for anyone else's birthday? No, no. You get a few candles on a cake if you're lucky, right? You know what I'm talking about? Zunker, I love that vest you're wearing over there too, bro. You like radiate. That's why I'm, stand up real quick. Come on, round of applause for our parking team right there. How about that? smell like a quart of motor oil right now, but that is awesome. You look good. Thank you so much. There is blessing that come when we seek. Today, I want to tell you a story about, 
about a group of, of, of men that 900, excuse me, 2,000 years ago set out on a 900-mile journey west to seek the one that we will celebrate named Jesus. They, 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 they set out on this quest from, from Babylon and they, 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 they made their way towards Jerusalem to, to find this one that they knew had been prophesied of, one that was labeled the King of Kings and would be the Lord of all lords. He's the very reason. They're, they're, they're seeking him and their quest to find this one is the very reason we celebrate this thing called Christmas. Jesus is the reason for it, right? He is, and he should be in the center of everything we do. Now, I know it's a struggle sometimes to, 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 to wrap Jesus in that ugly sweater party that you go to. I get it. And, and, and we've tended to make Christmas about unwrapping presents and, and the hustle and bustle of silver bells and food and family and, and, and all of that. But, but, but listen, these, these men that, that set out on this journey to find the king of kings, they, they knew that this baby born in a manger was different. And can't you just imagine them gathering supplies and loading up on their donkeys and their camels. And I don't know how many of them there were. There, we, we, we tend to think that there were three. Scripture doesn't say that. We tend to say three because they brought three gifts, right? But, but, but we don't know that. And, and by the way, not, not, to, not to shatter your nativity sets that are set up, but they weren't present at his birth. The shepherds were, but, 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 but these men that we're going to read about in Matthew chapter 2 that Scripture calls wise men, they, they, they probably found Jesus when he was sometime around the age of maybe two, maybe around two years of age, still there in Bethlehem with his, with his mom and his dad. But, but let's just read the story. Can we do that? If you have your Bibles, look in Matthew chapter 2. If you want to pull out your device or if you just want to read on the screens today, just don't take a nap. Do something and read the word of God with us. Here we go. Matthew chapter two, verse one says, Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of King who? I'm testing King who? About this time, uh, golly, my eyes are bad. Whoa. You may struggle with that. I'm just gonna look on the screen. Actually, I'll look on my notes. About that time, some wise men from Eastern lands arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is this newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star. What'd they see? They saw a star. The shepherds were greeted by angels, right? And the glory of the Lord shone around them, right? You remember that? But, but these wise men, we have, we've, we've seen the star and, and we've come to worship him. King Herod was deeply disturbed when he heard this, as was everyone in Jerusalem. So he called a meeting of the leading priests and the teachers of the religious law, and he asked, where is this Messiah supposed to be born? Well, in Bethlehem, in Judea, they said, for this is what the prophet wrote. He said, and you, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah are not least among the ruling cities of Judah, for a ruler will come from you who will be the shepherd for my people Israel. Then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men, and, and, and he learned from them the time when the star first appeared. And he told them, go to Bethlehem and, and search carefully for the child. And, and when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. Whoa, that's not really what he wanted to do, guys. You know that, right? He'd already issued this decree to, to, to do what? 
to kill that firstborn, all the boys, right? After this interview, it says that, that the, the wise men went their way and the star that they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw the star, they were filled with joy. And they entered the what? They entered the house and saw the child with his mother, Mary. And they bowed down and worshiped him. And they opened their treasure chest and gave him the gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. When it was time to leave, they returned to their own country by another route. For God had warned them in a dream not to return to Herod. In Matthew chapter 2, we read about some men that traveled to find this king of king and lord of lords, this baby born of a virgin in Bethlehem. And these weren't the shepherds. These were wise men. And, and these were not just normal run-of-the-mill dudes. The, the, these men were, were well-educated. They were professionals. They were probably astronomers, doctors, scientists. These men were well-studied. They were well-versed. Um, uh, they, they knew some stuff. And, and, and I love what we read about these men in, in, in Scripture. They knew as they set out for Jerusalem, they knew what they were looking for. You see, they had studied Scripture. You see, they, 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 they knew what, what the prophets of old had, had written. And, 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 and they knew that things are happening that, that years, years earlier have been prophesied and written about. And so they, they, they gather their belongings because this stuff is happening that we read about or that we've heard about. And, and we want to follow and go and see exactly if it's true. I, they, they believed what the scripture said. Uh, who, who, who else would, would load up some camels and donkeys and, 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 and set up? Listen, these men knew the Bible and they believed it. They, they, they knew what it said in, in, in the book of Numbers. They, 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 they knew they were looking for a star. In Numbers chapter 24, it, they knew the prophecy that said that there will be a star that will rise from Jacob. A scepter will emerge from Israel. There will be a ruler that will rise in Jacob. Listen, they knew that a star would come from Jacob. A star, capital S. A star would be born, but it would be a lowercase s star that would lead them exactly to where the, this, this, this king would be born. Where would it lead them? It led them to Israel. It led them from, from Babylon. That's why they traveled to Jerusalem. Where is this one? We, we have seen his star. We know what the prophets wrote of old. And, and the star came exactly when, when, when the prophets said it would come. Where, where is this one? Who are they looking for? Well, they were looking for the Christ child, this one that was born of a virgin. Isaiah, the prophet, wrote that in, in Isaiah chapter 7. They knew this. They said, the Lord himself will give you this sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call his name Emmanuel, which means what? God with us. Let me just stop right here. Because there, we, we, we live in a day and a time where people are on this mad search for God. 
We want to know him. We want to know what he's like. We want to know what God's plan is for us. We, we hear guys say, oh, God's got a plan for your life and a great hope and a, and a future. And, well, what is it? And there's so many people that are seeking God. Here's the thing that I love about God. His name is Emmanuel. Listen, you, you, you don't have to go on some long 900 mile trek to find God today. Check this out. He's here right now in this room. His name, Emmanuel, means God is with us. You know what that means? He came. The whole story of Christmas, spoiler alert, but you got 25 days, 24 more days to think about this. But his name, Emmanuel, means God with us. God left heaven, came to earth as a baby born in a manger in Bethlehem. That's what these wise men are seeking. They, 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 knew, they, 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 they knew what the prophet spoke of. They knew that Isaiah spoke of it in Isaiah 7, that there would be one that would be, be born he would be the savior of the world. He would be the one to set the people free. Some, some call him this light in the darkness. The people that are wandering in darkness have seen a great light. Hey, by the way, tonight we're going to light up this campus. I hope that you'll come. Forget the churros and the tamales, although there is, that's a party when they're present. Amen. By the way, you know what I had Thursday for lunch, Thanksgiving Day? Homemade chili. Come on, somebody. <clears throat> and pumpkin pie. But... We had chili. We had Thanksgiving the next day too. But anyway, I just wanted to let you know my Texas roots there, if that's okay, right? Amen. Come on. It's a great nation. Come on, Texas. Where are we at? What was I talking about? Jesus, Christmas, God with us. Oh yeah, he's here. <laughs> His presence. And your search today can end. You see, that's what these wise men are seeking in Matthew chapter two, the one that the prophets of old wrote of, this, the, the, this one that would come and set the people free, the one that was walking. Hey, don't you just love the Bible? Yeah. Listen, I don't know if you really understand what we hold in our hands, and, or, or do we hold it in our hands? I don't know, but, but do you really understand what a gift and a treasure this is? Listen, this book is not just some book about history from 200 years or something and just telling stories. Listen, this book is littered with, as we're looking at prophecy written thousands of years ago. That, 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 that is now being fulfilled as we fast forward to Matthew chapter 2, right? And, and, and these wise men are reading it. Listen, and, 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 and some of the prophecy is still happening, still being fulfilled. And it will continue to happen as we, as we move forward through, through time, right? This is an incredible gift for us. These wise men were wise because they knew what the prophets spoke of and they believed it to be true. And they set out on this incredible journey to find the one. I just, I just see that they have this sense of longing to find this one that the book had written of hundreds and hundreds of years ago. Listen, there's something you need to know about the Bible. The, 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 the whole story of the Bible is, is wrapped up in what I'm about to tell you. There is a God who really wants people to know him. That's why he came to Bethlehem as a baby born in a manger. God, God, God did not want it to be some difficult journey and, and quest to find him. So, so he came to us. And, and that's really the story of the, script, of, of, of the Bible. It's, it's, there, there's a God that, that wants us to know who he is. 
That's my prayer for us during this series called Seek. You, you know what my prayer is for you this, this, this Christmas season? It is that, 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 that you would, would seek God with everything you have. Because here's what I'm like. When you seek after God, you know what the Bible says? You're going to find him. That, that, that's a promise. When, when, when we seek God, j- just as these wise men uh, journeyed a great distance, they eventually found Jesus. I believe that even in the midst of everything that you have going on during the holidays, I, I really believe that if, if, if you'll just pause, if, if, if you will just carve out time and to, 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 to seek God, you will find he wants you to find him. Did you know that? In fact, in, in, in the Old Testament book of Deuteronomy, it says this. If you search for him with your whole heart and soul, you will find him. Check this out. God is not hiding from us. He, he, he wants us to find him. You, you, you dads know that when you played hide and seek with your kid, there, there might have been for a brief period of time in which you really hid well. But listen, at some point as a dad, you always wanted your kid eventually to find you, didn't you? Just for them to have that joy. Oh, I found you, dad, dad. You're not a good hider. I'm so dad. You wanted your kids to find you. Can I just tell you something? That's the way our heavenly father sees us as well. He, he, he wants us as his children. You, you, you know you're his most prized creation. And he wants you to experience him. He wants you to find him. He's not making it difficult and hard. And he's not withdrawn. He's Emmanuel. God came. Jesus, you came. Pastor Chach just led that for the broken, for the hurting. He came to us, oh, come, let us adore him. He's not hiding from us. And, and, and scripture says time and time again that, 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 that we will find him when we seek him with our whole heart. You see, God is desiring that all of us come into a relationship with him. And so he's made it easy for you to find him if you'll just seek after him. The prophet Jeremiah also says the same thing in in chapter 29. He says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. That one word there, wholeheartedly, probably is the game changer for for why some of us haven't maybe found God and why others maybe have. It says, if you will search for me, if you look for me wholeheartedly, not half-heartedly, but wholeheartedly. You see, there might be somebody here listening today that just says, you know, I mean, I've, I've, been, I've been, been waiting to find God or I've been looking for an answer. I, I need, I, I'm in a situation and I just need God to step in. And my question is, are you doing what Jeremiah is saying here? Are you looking for him wholeheartedly? Because here's the promise of God. You will find him when you go after him with everything you have. But the problem is we don't. We are so busy Life takes over. I get it. Uh, It does for me too. We're going to talk more about the busyness next week and about seeking the kingdom of God above everything. But but listen, this, this right here might just set you up today to truly find God. Wise men from Babylon, 
loading up their donkeys and their camels, traveling 900 miles west, going to Jerusalem. Oh, wrong place. Okay, where is he? Oh, star, lead us. Star of wonder, star, lead us. They did it. They wholeheartedly sought the Christ child and they found him. Is that not a great reward to know that we can find God? You, you, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. Guys, that is the great promise of God. That for those that seek him wholeheartedly, you will find him. That's it. So here's my question today. Are you seeking after the Lord? Are, are, you, are you seeking God? Can, 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 can you say, man, I, I'm going with everything I have. You know, my, my, my concern is, man, we, 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 pursue, we pursue a lot of things in life. And man, for, there, 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 there is something that you are extremely passionate about. Man, you go full throttle after it, don't you? I'm just wondering what might happen if we could transfer that same passion and eagerness to whatever. We transfer that towards God. What might happen? Are, are, are you seeking God? So, someone here today needs to. You need to know what I prayed earlier, that Jesus is the answer for what you're going through right now. Uh, it's more than just words to a song, but he really is the answer. And, and, and I just believe that your, your situation and, and your life that could, could, could radically change today or, or whenever you truly begin seeking God with your whole heart. He wants you to find him. He's not trying to withhold anything from you. You need to know that he says, listen, I came to give you life. He's not trying to make you miserable. He didn't want you to be without. He's not trying to, no, he came to give you life. But, but the question is, will, will you go after him with everything you have? And the promise is, if you do, you will find me. Are you looking for him? I love this verse in Hebrews chapter 11, verse six. It says, anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. What? He rewards those who sincerely seek him? Now, 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 now before you think, ooh, money, 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 or more stuff. No, no. I'm telling you, the greatest reward in life we could ever have is finding God. That, that ought to be the greatest pursuit. That is the greatest reward. Listen, I, I know a lot of people with lots of money and they're still miserable. I know lots of people that, that, that have lots of stuff and, and, and they're, they're, they are social media hits and wonders, but they're miserable. God is the greatest pursuit. Should be of our life. And I'm telling you, he is also the greatest reward. So maybe you're here today and you're listening and maybe you've been searching for God. I wanna encourage you, continue to search for him. You seek him, 
promise is you're going to find him. Maybe you've found yourself in a difficult situation right now. And I know that the holidays, man, just life period can be a struggle and, 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 and throws curveballs at us and, and we find ourselves in difficult times. But it seems like those things are magnified a little bit more during the holidays, right? We sing it's the most wonderful time of the year. We see joy everywhere. But I know that I'm a, I know reality for some of us is that it's difficult right now. I get it. Maybe there's a struggle you're, you're, you're facing. Relationship gone awry. Maybe there's, there's a financial struggle or a setback of some sort. I wish today that somehow we could snap our fingers, clap our hands, wiggle our nose or whatever. And, and you would that situation would change for you. The reality is he is God and I am not. I can't do that for you. I can pray. I can encourage. I can point and guide you and, and direct you. But the reality is there are some people in this room today. I know that you need a miracle of God in your life, don't you? You need him to step in. You need him to see you through a difficulty that you're facing right now. I don't know when your situation will change or how it's going to change, but, but I do know what God's word says. Can, can, can I read some more Bible to you? In Matthew chapter seven, verse seven, the word of the Lord says, Jesus says to keep on asking and you will receive what you ask for. To keep on seeking and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be open to you. Jesus is using that to talk about how we should keep praying and we should keep pounding heaven's doors and we should keep seeking. And he says, listen, if you keep asking, you're going to, you're going to receive. If you'll keep seeking, you're going to find it. If, if you'll just keep knocking, that door eventually is going to be, I don't know how it's going to happen. God is God and I am not. But here's what I do know. God works in some incredible, crazy ways sometimes, doesn't he? Some of you have seen God show up in your life over the course of your life in, in a way that was not mapped out. It was unconventional, but he just showed up. He's God. God. He can do anything. Do we believe that? But here's what I also know about God. He doesn't need us to do anything, but God still does choose to work through us to accomplish his purposes here on earth. Do you believe that? does and here's what I believe God wants to do today I believe God wants to use us in someone else's life in this room today what do you mean by that Pastor Jason I, I, I believe that today that there's some people that are listening here today that are going through a financial struggle of some sort it's hard. You didn't plan on it, but you just find yourself in the midst of, of a difficult time financially right now. You know what I believe God wants to do? I believe that God wants to do what I read about in the book of Acts. I believe God wants to do it again this day, December the 1st of 2019. You know what he wants to do? Scripture says in the early church that they begin to sell their possessions and they gave to one another as they had a need. 
Lindsay, you sang a song earlier today that talks about the faithfulness of God. Hey, will you sing? Let's just, can we sing that? Do we have the words? That, I want us to sing that again. All my life you have been faithful. Let's sing that. Go. All my life you have been faithful. Come on, hasn't he? All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am made. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Sing that one more time. Let's sing that together. Hasn't he? Come on. All my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am made. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Okay, so check this out. Here's what's about to happen in this room right now. Because God's been faithful. And I believe that God wants to show you how faithful He is. If you're here today, this is a big step for you right now. It's big. I'm not gonna make it easy for you. But if you're here today, you say, Pastor Jason, that financial struggle or setback you're talking about, you're talking to me right now. It's hard right now. And I've been asking, I've been seeking, I've been knocking, and I just, I need, a, I need God to break through. If that's you today, here's what I want you to do. I need you to humble yourself and I want you to stand up where you're at. If you're here today, got a financial difficulty going on in my life, I want you to humble yourself and I want you to stand up right where you're at, okay? Thank you. Now I want you to listen to me real quick. First of all, God sees your need and he knows it. Do we believe that? You believe that Tuesday? He does. He sees your need and he knows that. And I also want you to know that right now he is so delighted that you have not let your pride keep you in your seat. You see, God honors humility. Does he not, church? honors a humble and a contrite heart. That's what scripture says. And here's what I also know in this room today, that there are some people that know that God's been faithful and good to you. And I'm praying for the Holy Spirit of God to begin to work right now. Here's what I'm gonna ask you to do. Bring the lights up just a little bit. Keep the camera on me. That looks skinny, by the way. Suck it in. Here's what I want you to do. I, and and, and I, this, I want this to be holy, a Holy Spirit-driven moment right now. For those of you that are seated, I just want you to look around right now. And I want you just to look and see the needs in this house. Hey, you know what family does for one another? <clears throat> Besides cuss each other out at Thanksgiving. I, I don't know what happens at your family. But... You know what family does? They take care of one another, don't they? Family takes care of each other. 
You need to know something about this church. This church does a great job of loving on our community. Do we not, Pastor Wes? We, we give so much away and we do. But today, today is family, a family moment. Church members, I want you to look around and see your family. And if the Holy Spirit of God guides you and directs you to do this, the, I want the Holy Spirit to do this because when the Holy Spirit's in it, it's just better. It's better. But God may direct you to somebody standing here right now. My ministry team, ministry team, go ahead and come to the front right now and stand up here. Ministry team, go ahead and come up and stand down front because we're gonna have a time of prayer down front if you're here today and struggling. With stuff. But here's the deal. When I'm gonna pray us out, and then as God directs you, in fact, I'm gonna start praying right now that the Spirit of God is directing you to somebody right now and wants you to move. God, I wanna thank you right now for what you're doing in this moment. God, I wanna thank you right now for my brothers and sisters in this room that are standing. I wanna thank you right now, God, that there are other people in this room that you're stirring their hearts right now. Father, dear, this is about serving and taking care of one another. This is about going up and saying, hey, how can I help you? How can I be used by God in this moment in your life right now? Holy Spirit, would you guide us to someone that's struggling and a family member that we can come alongside and partner with? God, how do you want to use us to be the breakthrough that somebody needs in their life? So here's the deal. I'm going to pray. I'm going to say amen in just a second and dismiss us. And for those of you that are standing in this room right now, I want you to stay. And as the Holy Spirit of God works in someone else's life, let's be the hands and feet of Jesus. I've seen the goodness of God. Sing it one more time. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so Goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. Oh, I will sing of the goodness